What's up, y'all? Yes. So, um, I know it's been a while, but we wanted to come back and just see how y'all were doing and talk about, you know, Black History Month because we're in the middle of the month now. Um, I hope you guys have been, like, looking into Black History and, like, really embracing um, the culture this month because um, there's it's so full. Like, our history is so full of greatness and and it's so rich. I just feel like it should be celebrated beyond slavery or before slavery as well. So, um, yeah, look into some stuff and check out because I was just listening to the um, other day. I was listening to Smoke Screen um, with Smoke ninety one. He had a really good um, Black History segment on his last pod. So check that out when you get a chance. Um, but yeah, how are you doing? I'm chilling. That's good to hear. Um, what's new on your end? So, I wanted to ask you, because I see a couple of questions here on our docket. We got a couple things on the docket. Um, but my first question was, because I really wanted to jump into this one. At what point in your life? let's say 21 plus or grown in a committed relationship, is it okay to have a celebrity crush at this point in your life? Do you think it's okay to have a celebrity crush? No, I don't think it's okay. I'm grown. So you don't see a celebrity that you see on TV and be like, that person looks nice. I mean, there's people that look nice, yeah, all the time. But that don't mean I have a crush on them. What do you? What's your definition of crush? I don't know. Like, like them, want them, need them. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think you're never too old to have a celebrity crush. Well, I, I wouldn't say I don't know, cause I'm not like one of those little teens that be having like these posters of you know people on the wall. Like, oh my god, I love them. And I really can't honestly name somebody that if I met in public or a person that I'd be like fawning over. I couldn't, like, I'd just be like, oh, that's that person. Like, I've seen celebrities before and I was like, oh, wow, they are a real person. (laughs) But it's not like, oh, my God, trying to throw yourself. Like, I've never been one of those chicks. So I can say that I can admire someone and say, okay, that's a nice looking person. But I'm not going to throw myself at them or say that I'm I have a crush on them. So, but, you, but you got an email address that says Miss J Bug. I've had that email address since I was ten. Like <laughs> that's where that came from. And the only reason why I keep it and I use it now is a junk email so that when I like when I sign up for stuff I don't want or I don't really want them emailing me, I use that as a dead email. Well my dead email is T Man. You know <laughs> Britney Spears, 93. Well, I mean, you never had a crush. I know, I'm a real Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh -uh. 
Allegedly. Go on ride like that. Whatever. So, say you didn't find, it don't have to be no celebrity crush. Say you, you met, like, pretend we're not married in your brain. And you met this girl and you take her out on a date. Would it be acceptable to use a coupon? Yeah, I'm going to use a coupon. Gonna, really? We're going to get this two for 20 and we're going to be happy. Uh, but... I, just, I don't know if I would use a coupon. It would have to be a digital coupon. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna pull no paper out. I'm not gonna pull no paper out. I'm not gonna give you a a, a code. You gonna have to. It, I gotta put my number digital in. Digital coupons, and gift cards, all are a go. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can understand a gift card. This is a gift card. Like whatever, it's, it's still, money. It's still a coupon. But a coupon, I ain't spend my money on. Uh, but then I. I kind of admire it because I guess I'm older now. I kind of admire that because it's like, oh, this man likes to save money. And that and now, in in this stage in my life, I kind of look at that as a plus. But I don't know. If I was on a date with a guy and he pulled out a coupon, I, I'm going to judge him. Why? Because if it's, if it's our first date... <laughs> I Second date? I ain't never been the type try to ball for nobody. You ain't never, you have never, since we've been been together, ever pulled out a coupon. Ever. So that's don't sit up here and try to act like that's that. That's just like a, <laughs> I mean, if I had a coupon, if I come across it, I'm going to use it. Most of the time I get coupons and I lose them and I'm not, if, I'm, if, I'm, if it's not like stuck on a product or available when I need it, I'm probably going to lose it because that's just me. Mm-hmm. It's like something I don't care about and it's something I'm just going to lose. I don't lose a lot of stuff, but coupons are not my thing. I didn't need to be my thing, but mm-hmm. if I had a coupon and say $10 off, off I spent 50 at a restaurant, I'm going to use it. I respect it, but I don't know if I do it on a date if I'm trying to impress anybody. I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. But then again, like, I, I never cared. About that type of stuff, but I just don't use coupons um, on dates. Anywho, <laughs> it's Valentine's Day for men or for women. We just Valentine's well, Valentine's Day, Day was last Sunday. Um, yeah. We were supposed to then record this podcast, but but uh, just answer the question. That's all you gotta do. Is it's answer for the both, question. man. Just for men and women. Men want some shit too. We out here spending up all our money and going broke. Why y'all can't spend some money too? Um, Cardi B said. (laughs) (laughs) No, you ain't finna do Cardi B like that. Cardi B said, men and women supposed to get something for Valentine's Day, but men's gifts are supposed to be less expensive than women's. So if they buy you flowers, you buy them grass. If it's that good, that good green grass, I'm cool. <sighs> Anywho, ain't nobody talking about that. I'm talking about the grass you mow. <laughs> you can mow. You can mow uh, the bud. No. Um. So on social media, I've been seeing a couple of videos going around about this dude, and he was talking about how women need to be humbled. He was like, "Man, um, you need to knock women off their pedestal and all that stuff." make them humble themselves and i feel like if you if you have to humble a woman maybe she's out your league because if you got to knock her off a pedestal to come down to your level that means you beneath her so 
what do you feel? <laughs> How do you feel about that? Because I saw you were nodding as I was saying that. They but can't I, see me, so I don't know what you're talking about. I, yeah, I saw you, though. So, like, how do you feel about that? The question is, are men threatened when a woman has more to offer than them? Nah, I want my woman to have more to offer. I agree. Like, I feel like it, you both motivate each other. You feed off of and each other. That, I just need my woman to be on top of her game. Ready to go. Ready to shoot when I need somebody to shoot. Like Bonnie and Clyde. Sure. Sure. But like, nah, I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, I get it. I feel like, I mean, man's supposed to be the breadwinner and bringing all the money, but sometimes certain circumstances, uh, maybe you didn't live your life the way you wanted to live before you got in this committed relationship and you have to get to set everything up the way you want it to be set up mm-hmm. as long as you keep grinding and eventually make it to where you want to be or where you're supposed to be mm-hmm. it's okay for a woman to be a little bit ahead because most of the time women are more career driven and focused in their earlier years than men are anyway so they tend to have more stuff set up in the proper way okay that's fair speaking of people who don't have things set up the proper way. Kodak Black was released from prison. I don't know if that was... I don't know if we spoke about this on the yeah, last we spoke part. on the last part. Okay, so... You said Lil Wayne and Kodak Black signed their lives to the devil. They did. So... They just want to be free. Let us free. Let me tell you how Oops, Kodak, Black, Kodak Black... Kodak <laughs> Black... Yeah, you need to cut it out. Let me tell you y'all how... Go, y'all go check out that movie, man. What's the name of that movie? I'm gonna start. <sighs> No, don't do that. <laughs> it's the equivalent to Roots <laughs> uh, with heaviness. I mean, I guess for black history, if you really want to get into that. But you know what y'all should watch, though? It's a really good show on um, Hulu. It's called Underground. He doesn't watch it with me. I'm telling y'all. It's not just a regular slave movie. It's going to be about the hype, man. It's not just a regular slave movie. It has like a whole bunch of twists and turns and... Like, they were scamming people, getting over on people. They were plan- plotting their escape, murdering people. Like, so it's it real. Like, it was like 2021, huh? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Except for, it's not as obvious, but yes. <laughs> but anyways, I was I wanted to tell y'all about how Kodak Black deleted his tweets, stating that he would donate a million dollars to charities um, within the first year of being released from prison. And people, the streets are talking. Okay, the I mean, streets he deleted the tweets, but he has been. Um, I don't think he's done a million dollars, but he has been doing a lot of charity work and doing um, doing a lot of speaking and motivational speaking and using his platform to kind of. He's still Kodak. He's still gonna do his ignorant stuff, but like his little rant he had the other day. I don't but know. he been he said he has been uh he haven't gave a million dollars, so he did delete that tweet. But he did give like I think thirty five thousand to a charity. That's pretty and good. He's still been doing his little what, philanthropic work, yeah. philanthropy or whatever. I can't say the word right now, but y'all get what I mean. Yeah, he been, we know what you mean. He been doing that since he's been out. So I mean, he he hasn't totally. Went back on his word like Joe Biden, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, we totally went back on his words like uh, Joe Biden. So, snap. He's still doing at least partial what he said he was gonna do. How you just gonna slide that in there like that? What you mean he had been doing? His... Okay, let's talk about it because I was trying to avoid politics because uh, you can't yeah. avoid politics as a part of our lives. I don't know about that. I could. I could. If I, I wish I could. If I could avoid politics and. I have to speak on it. I would. I would have been it. I tried to, but if you don't get into politics or even have any kind of regulation of what's going on with politics, you'll get lost in the shuffle. That is very true. Yeah. I hate politics. Like if I didn't have to vote and do anything with politics, I wouldn't. I realized the jig when I was president of student council in the fifth grade, and I told everybody that I was going to tell the people what we wanted for lunch for real. I was like, we're gonna change. We're gonna change all the um, the menus, and we're gonna what we uh, to what we want to eat instead of just eating this nasty food. And then I got voted in. And then after I got voted in, you realized you couldn't change. Nothing. I realized I couldn't do nothing. So then that was like a real life example to me. And so as I grew older, I realized that's how politics works. It's like you can only do as much as you know the people around you allow you to do so like when these presidential candidates come through and they're like i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna eradicate student loan debt i was looking at him and i was like yeah you're saying that with your whole chest but i don't see that happening at all <laughs> because you got to think about it though if they eradicate these student loans what's going to happen with these students that are going through college right now what kind of system are they going to have i don't know that's when you we start back up again and start calculating maybe that. <laughs> you see, that's yeah. the problem. They don't have a, a, a fallback. So if he gets rid of all the student loan debt right now, the people that are coming back or going to college right now, they don't have a system in place for them. So I think a lot of people don't realize, like, okay. I think you should at least do 50 I, yeah. Every person get at least a $50, like, tuition. A credit. Yeah, a credit. Like you can go to school. You got 50000 go to school. If you don't finish within that, then you start using loans. And, mm-hmm. yeah, you got to pay that back. But mm-hmm. at least get everybody, every person in America that's been, I don't, I don't know, I ain't going to go into specifics, but just everybody that's trying to go to college, give them $50,000 credit, go to school, spend it wisely. I know I didn't spend my money, use my money wisely. But spend it wisely so you can go to school and get at least a four-year degree. Mm-hmm. Get good grades and maybe you can get a scholarship to go get your master's or doctorate or whatever the next thing you want, next step you want to take. But I told y'all we spoke on it. Maybe not the last part of the part before that where he was gonna because uh, we've been like missing a lot of pods for the pod weeks. But yeah, um, we spoke on how he was gonna he say he was gonna at least do ten thousand, which was okay. But when but, the lady asked him about the fifty, you heard what he said. She's like, how would you, she's like, how would you make a $50,000, you know, relief happen? And he said, I will not make it happen. He, he said it just like that, straight up. He has zero plans of doing anything more than this 10K. He said it's because he felt like he couldn't do it. And I don't think it was like the executive order thing because someone, I was speaking to someone on Facebook about that today. I don't think it was that. I think it was, he didn't think that it would pass uh, the, a 50k um, relief would pass and he didn't even try and I think partially because he didn't want to 
But he was trying to make it seem like, oh, he, he was buried in student loans and stuff like that, and he knows what it's like. But I'm like, if he really knew what it was like, you would erase them. <laughs> yeah, if it was something that was bothering him, he would. Yeah. He'll fix it. It would have been an executive order day two. But. And then also, he. <clears throat> we still haven't heard anything official about the next stimulus. Um, yeah. First, when he first was trying to get elected, it was 2000. Yeah. And then now that he is elected and we got the 600, he's trying to break it down to 1400. Mm-hmm. And since uh, the impeachment happened last week, where. Donald Trump slipped through the cracks again. Um, <laughs> yeah. They, we haven't heard anything about it. You haven't. Most time, you see some every day regarding the stimulus. Um, people still out here hurting, still hungry, yes. still struggling, trying to pay bills and make ends meet. Uh, some people, sad. some people still working. A lot of people still working. We still working or whatever. But yeah, as I always, people that's not. Yeah, still people that's not, and they still struggling and trying to make. Make everything happen. So, I mean, it'd be nice to get some more money. Um, I just don't like how he did. A lot of what he said to get that seat, he's not really. He's backtracking on. on everything. But, yeah, he's backtracking. It's not. And people are like, oh, it's only been a month. But I'm like, bro, he has completely changed his stance on things since he got in. And it's not even like by a small margin. Like, first you talking about eradicating all student loan debt. Now you're saying only 10K. And then you said, oh yeah, we're going to get $2,000 in stimuluses. Oh, but wait, we'll give you 1400 to balance off the 600 that you already got while Trump was in. So far, Trump did better than he did. He did. <laughs> I don't know. I can't say all that. <laughs> Trump had his moments, but I'm just saying. Well, in the honor of Black History Month, um, at least Joe Biden has been <clears throat> bringing a Harriet Tubman twenty dollar bill back into the fold. Mm. I don't know how I feel about it though, but I feel like they waited until people are no no longer about to use physical currency to try to put a black personal. <laughs> Oh, no. Everybody going to cryptocurrency, and now I mean, all cryptocurrency of a sudden, hot, but I don't think it's gonna like completely make dollar bills disappear. It's gonna take a long time for physical money to disappear. Just like I don't checks, we been we had credit cards and like, and now we got phone. We can pay, use our phones to pay on our credit cards. But, but how many still, places accept checks? People still writing checks. Where? At supermarkets. Bro, when last time you see somebody write a check at a supermarket? Like, pretty much every shift I'm on the register. I'm not talking about them old. Oh, that's what I'm saying. They're still around, older though. Older people. Yeah, older people, they're still writing checks, but yeah. The 80-year-olds but that don't, from that don't maybe know Maybe, like, their 50s. Yeah, I mean, people that's 50, around 50, 40s and 50s right now, they're still writing checks, so they're still coming through. It's going to take a while for... <laughs> they used to have to slide it through the machine and let it print out. They say, chin, 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 chin. We, still, we still do that. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I didn't see that in so long. But, I forgot last when I worked at CBS, they had one. Yeah, so that was the last place. I mean, yeah, cryptocurrency is hot. It's the new thing, new wave. But I think it's gonna take. I don't think. I think it's gonna will. take a little longer than. I mean, I guess. I guess since we do have pay on our fan with our phones and stuff now and. Yeah, and then like Apple Pay and COVID Samsung is an pay. excuse because people don't want to touch money. I wish they would stop bringing paper money in there, and I gotta touch it. 
and then I gotta touch their hand to give it back. I touch their mm-hmm. hand to get it, but I keep I keep my hand sanitized, man, to the T. Hmm. I thank God I've been jumping in past the COVID wave, and my family's been safe. Yes, I agree. But uh, da, da, but, but guess who's back? Rick James. So Dave Chappelle is back. We shall see my face right now. Y'all, Dave Chappelle said it's okay for y'all to watch his show now that's on Netflix because they play, they giving him his checks as they should. And I just wanted to say shout out to Dave well, Chappelle. Well, speaking of you say that, but I think a lot of the executives that were over Viacom or Viacom, CBS, whoever was over uh, Comedy Central at that time, they were older. And I don't think they are still a part of uh, that that. The people who took advantage of well, I ain't gonna say took advantage because technically Dave Chappelle signed a contract. He just didn't expect the show himself to do what he did, and that's why and he felt like he deserved more money, which was true. But yeah, they signed a contract. But that's besides the point. But the executives that cleared this and signed over Dave Chappelle to get his money were younger, younger, younger guys. They're younger. I think they should say it was like it was like twenty something. They were in their twenties, so they executives of these these companies now at super young ages, and so they they probably grew up watching Chappelle's show, mm-hmm. and they love the show, and they want to see more more. I don't know if he's planning to bring that bring him new skits back or new episodes or anything like that back, but they love to see his show on these platforms, and they want to do right by him. I mean. I mean, you don't get that kind of energy these days. People don't care about the next man. So it was great to see that Dave Chappelle got paid and his shows are back on streaming. All the streaming uh, platforms that they have been cleared to be on. Uh, Netflix, HBO Max, mm. and all those good pl- So it was good to see Chappelle get paid. Let's see what else he got up his sleeve. I mean, that's smooth, man. How often does the artist get to use his, his platform, his power, to say, hey, help me out and speak to his fans, people that support him, hey, help me out. And people actually went out and supported and stopped watching the shows and some of the platforms took his show off until he got his money. And that was that was cool. Most the time, these, these big executives, they knock you off. You start talking like that, they knock you off. <laughs> Why do you think he went to Africa? Uh, yeah, they'll probably and they probably... they started calling him crazy because he, he started pushing back on something. I feel like they tried him with some Hollywood weirdo stuff. Yeah. And he was like, no, I'm not doing that. So, And so he went to Africa. He, I think he, he kind of vaguely said that. Yeah, he did. He said he went to Africa for like 15 years. Yeah, because uh, they, they tried him. And I, I would like to know. I hope one day he gets older like um, Dick Gregory and starts spilling the beans on everything. And I want him to tell the truth on what they did to him to make him go to Africa. And once he does, I will be very, very happy. Because I would love to know. I bet you would. But shouts out to Dave Chappelle, man, getting getting his rights and his his lightness back, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do, do. Glad to see it. I am too. Glad to see some other artists, other people out there in the world get their their uh their due. So I mean yes. 
Yes. And um, so in black history news, Hank Aaron passes at 76. I'm sorry to hear that. That was a while back. But. It was a while back. And um, Cicely Tyson, I don't feel like the world stopped stopped enough for Miss Cicely Tyson. At, um, but she passed at 96. So. Yeah, I guess. Lost some real ones. Um, I'm trying to think there's somebody else. She was definitely older, but. So? I feel you. What do you mean? What does that mean? She was an older woman. Okay, so you celebrate her long life. Like what? We did. We did celebrate. I don't feel like Ooh. people stopped enough. Would you want us to stop and cry? Yes. Y'all, I heard about Kobe for freaking years. It wasn't. He was young. So He was 40, yes. He was 40. He still yes. had. Young but what kids is that? and that needed him to be around for him to grow. I guess you could argue that, but I still feel like I, we should have heard more about Cicely Tyson. I think we heard just the right amount. Rest in peace to Cicely Tyson and Hank Aaron. They lived very <laughs> long and accomplished lives. And they they made their impact. Okay, so did Kobe. Going to hell, dog. I'm not going to hell. I'm just saying. If you're going to celebrate, celebrate. Let's celebrate. We did people. celebrate. No, people still you, talking nobody about Nobody talked about Sicily like they talked about Kobe. Like, we're not even finna lie. We, it was every on, on every station. Because by the time the, the generation that's on Twitter, we saw Cicely Tyson. She was on what? The Family That Prays on what? <laughs> and she was, already, she was old on the movie. And then we saw her on the other movie with Tyler Perry where she played the old crazy lady. We know who she was, and we respect and love her, but she was a very older lady. We, the people that are on Twitter, literally were jits and grew up watching Kobe, and that was somebody we idolized. So yes, we probably did celebrate and still celebrating Kobe because that's what we know. I mean, we know Cicely Tyson; she's a great, she's a, a goat, man. It's just but it ain't it's not. It's up. not Kobe. The, the world ain't stopping up. Anywho, the world stopped when Kobe passed. Let me tell you what the world stopped for, though. When that girl put that gorilla glue on her head. Didn't stop my world. I just looked at it and kept scrolling. Everybody else stopped and was like talking about that for weeks. I didn't. I didn't really care. I'm like, I was just like, dumbass. Kept scrolling. <laughs> did it. I mean, like, everybody else was donating money to her. And yeah, she got she, rich. And she got, when they got surgery, and then the guy that did the surgery, she got money now. But you ain't going to charge her for the surgery? I don't know. No, he did it for me. That was a marketing. I know. He clean gonna, marketing. I, was I know, like, but still. Amazing what he did. She got money. Take it. It was only $12,000. And what Take he got it. in return was worth way more than that. Yeah, he going to get publicity. And all those good things. And people going people gonna, to... Yeah, he, he, did, he did a smooth little thing. Like, he's showing... He putting out, putting out in the world that he can do these certain things, but hopefully, we don't get no another dumbass trying to slick their hair down with some thing, spray adhesive gorilla glue. Gorilla glue is that junk. You see the gorilla on the commercial when he be pulling on the thing? That gorilla ain't playing. Y'all messing around with that gorilla. The gorilla is a gorilla for a reason. But it's another girl that put car- perm on her cooch. I just think everybody be smart and stop being stupid. She was literally on social media with a diaper on. 
Oh, I did see that now you say that. <laughs> Excuse me. Can you imagine seeing a big dummy coming to the ER? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the thought process of that was. Besides, oh my gosh. I'm going to record this and maybe I get famous like the Gorilla Glue Girl. But y'all talking, especially my black people, man. Y'all cut that out, man. Um, in black, during Black History Month. Cut that out, man. All the months of the year. Y'all want to cut up during Black History Month. Y'all could have waited until March to do all this stupid stuff. Y'all want to do it during Black History. All these accomplishments my, my ancestors made. Oh, and that's what y'all do. The ancestors are shaking their heads. <laughs> I can't with you. I cannot with any of you. Gosh, what is going on? Man, while we in like an entertainment area. Uh, everybody been on Clubhouse lately. Uh, it's been like this little new app where, I don't know, people just get on there. Everybody wants to get on there and be sophisticated right now and talk about uh, real estate and being financially uh, set for life and uh, setting your finances up right. So that's all Clubhouse has been so far. Uh, so as people right now, it's like in like beta stages and people are it's like invite only and it's mainly on the, iP the uh, iPhone uh, platform currently. Um, but it has hit, it has been valued at one billion dollars. Um, Again, we saw the black American, African American leader, Master P, come out and say, uh, I love Master P. <laughs> he wants more black entrepreneurs, uh, in the world right now. Cause I, I, I know it's like black, um, internet or black, uh, entrepreneurs, black mm -hmm. creators out there that we don't support <laughs> that have that probably tried to come out with their own app and they tried to launch their app and we didn't support it the way we did clubhouse and we made clubhouse the owners of clubhouse really another rich. another white person and we made them really rich and mm -hmm. using their platform every day i get so many alerts to hop on clubhouse to come listen to this person speak and and a lot of them be like joe budden and and i mean a lot of people a lot of people that have podcasts already they've been using clubhouse a lot and and I can't think of any. I just know Joe Joe Budden. And I think somebody. I know Meat Mill was on there once. Okay. Yeah, a lot of the rappers be on there, and they be on there just talking. So we can. He said he pretty much said uh, he wants more black entrepreneurs to take their shots to go on public with their own apps. Yes. So I take follow, more shots. Yeah, I follow this. Uh, and we don't support each other. We don't. But I do follow this account on Twitter. It's called Afrotech. And it's all things black and technology. So, y'all should check it out. Um, what's his name? Jay-Z actually shot that out on a song once. But Jay-Z... He said there was a time when they wouldn't let us ball. These times are now back. It's called Afrotech or something like that. And then, um, I have a hard time remembering the lyrics verbatim but I think that's how it went I know the song I know the song you're talking about but speaking of Jay-Z uh, we saw a few people get pardoned a couple weeks ago but Jay-Z had someone uh, the Rock Nation CEO what'd you do that for? I'm just listening she she got a part pardon from Donald Trump because of Jay-Z her name was Desiree Perez. And it says uh, the reason Jay-Z don't be on social media like that because he can't take certain scrutiny. Yes, he, he said that. 
That's weak as fudge. I don't think so. I think that is weak. If I were a celebrity, I wouldn't be on social media either. Because it's too many broke ass mother <laughs> who got so much to say about rich people. So like how y'all so opinionated about people who could buy you literally and throw you away. Like these people have most so much money and you sitting up here I think JT is ugly. So what? Beyonce don't. That's her man. And she go home to him every wherever. They always together. And like, why does your opinion about him matter? Exactly. Why does it matter? So, so I he can feel look like as an artist, moving. most artists are very sensitive. I know. And I feel like as an artist, as an artist, I would distance myself, especially off of social media. So these people have nothing. I mean, people are vile, especially if you are like a celebrity. I couldn't imagine what they mentions be looking like. A whole bunch oh, of no. people, people don't tweet me. A whole bunch of people, mud <laughs> people that live in the basement, <laughs> talk about you all day. I'm like, what's wrong with y'all? Anyway, I still think you should stand front, stand at the front line and say, "Because oh, I mean, I'm here. He, I he see was, it he all." Took that jump personally when they was talking about blue, and I feel him on that. And when they what they say about blue. You remember what they was talking about that girl talking talking about her hair and stuff and talking about how she needed her hair done and Beyonce was wrong and now all their babies ain't got no edges but guess who got all their edges Blue Ivy she got all of her edges and her because she's grown very, very she's not wrong. a little little kid and a little baby I'm just saying these <laughs> girls be snatching their, their little baby's hair up trying to get it braided up and and put it up in ponytails and them babies don't have no edges because of that. But they want to come for Beyonce and her baby hair and how she did her baby hair. Now her baby got a head full of hair and they and they oh. barely holding on to them three strands on the top of their baby head. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sucks for them. <laughs> I'm just saying, people let people live, let people do what they want to do, and and stop judging people. Like so what? I was just thinking about that the other day. Like people sit up there and talk about people like. Crazy, y'all just you don't have nothing else to talk about. No, not really. <laughs> oh my goodness, <sighs> man, got something else to talk about. What's going on? I don't know. I mean, so Black History Month is about to end. I don't know. What have you learned this Black History Month? Nothing. I know everything. I know everything about black history. I learned that a black woman created 3D glasses. Yeah, I already knew that. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Her name was Sally Mae. Why are you such a liar? <laughs> you don't know her name because you ain't put it in the docket. You just said a white woman created 3D. A black, a black man created the ceiling fan. The black man created the white door. The black man created... You know what? The sc- I feel like if scroll on my watch. If it was something that used to be done manually, that now is electrified, a black person had something to do with it because black people got tired of doing it, and that's why they started being creative and coming up with stuff like the cotton gin. That was a black idea. Yeah, if you think probably, about it like that, he's probably drinking gin when he made it. <laughs> like pretty much everything that. You know, uh, 
It's a lot of stuff. Why do your kids try you? Oh, that's a great topic. Let me tell you. So, I feel like kids want what they want. And they know that you love them. So, they feel like they feel a certain level of safe around you. So, like, even though they know that you're dangerous as far as you might tap them on the booty a couple times or you might yell, they know that you ultimately are not going to seriously hurt them. So, they, they'll push your buttons and they'll say, um, Mommy, can I have a banana? And you say no. And then they go to Daddy and say, Daddy, can I have a banana? And he says no. And then they'll go, okay. And then five minutes later, they go in there and you hear them rustling in the refrigerator. What are you doing? Nothing. And then you hear them run out the, the kitchen. And then all of a sudden, you come in and you see a banana peel on the floor. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're going to be sneaky, man. <laughs> be good at it. Like, kids be sneaky and they terrible at it. Like, what are you doing? Like, get rid of the evidence. I, and then, no, let me tell you how bold my son is. My son is so bold that he'll come back after he done finished doing it. And then he'll tell you that he did it. <laughs> like, he'll tell him himself. Like, yeah, mommy, I went and got a banana. Like, I just told you you couldn't get a banana. You don't do that to me. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, hold on. <laughs> Stop the press. Why didn't you tell me the Proud Boys leader was a prophylactic informer? Prophylic? How do you say it? Prophylic? You laughing. You messing me up. (laughs) Prolific. Prolific. He was a police officer. And he like Mexican or Hispanic. Like. Ooh, I bet he passed too. I bet he passed for a white man. No, he looks like a black Hispanic dude. Let me see. And he a Proud Boys leader? And he a Proud, he a proud Boys leader. No. Not fighting to keep his, his brothers and sisters across the border. Yup. He don't really care about us. Hey, I ain't talking about us. I'm talking about his, his people. Yeah. I'm saying he like, if you look at his picture, I don't know if it's on his... On his oh, his name is Enrico Torrio. Yeah, he look like a little a little yeah. black Hispanic dude. Yeah. And he is the proud proud boys leader. Proud boys extremist. Let me find out. And that's it's just it's a bad look, man. Oh, but he I was like he the was an informer for the for law enforcement. So that's why that's why they like cool with him. They all informants. They all in cahoots with the police. Makes sense to me. But anyways, guys, I just wanted to stop in and say hello and just kind of... I ain't even going to tell y'all I'm going to drop another episode next week because the way it's only real schedule works. I am very busy. She ain't busy. She be falling asleep at 8, eight o'clock. Because I'm up at, at 5 in the morning doing things. I know. It must be nice to be able to sleep in. But anyway. Sleep in. <laughs> it was so nice. hour. Until everybody else come wakes you up. It was so nice speaking with you guys again. Um, you guys, make sure you check out the Aftermath podcast um, and Smokescreen and um, Milk and Honey Essentials. And check out Snapback Tees, Linktree on his page if you want some um, elderberry gummies. 
or some vitamins or some anything just check out his link he has some good stuff on there and as always peace love and hot sauce be good put the the energy that you want out in the world or you want to receive put it out in the world and um yeah you want to say anything tj who is tj he up here balancing his wedding ring on his nose. <laughs> like, what is going on? Man, y'all just check out all that, what she just said, man. Y'all have a good night. I'm out. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
Sweet baby Jesus Because